This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Back in the streets, man. <laughs> and we gonna talk about it in a minute, but that podcast the other night was great. Nigga. It was it was fucking I amazing. Thoroughly dude. enjoyed that podcast, dog. That was a fun listen back, man. Because we was all over the place. Then at some point, we just said, "Fuck the movie, nigga." You know, it was really funny, and I realized because like. For the last year or so, uh huh, like Patreon been like a running joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I when I listened back, I legitimately thought like, yo, what if we was really uncut on that motherfucker though? Man, man, we'd tear the streets up, dog. Mm. Like if niggas knew how we really talk <laughs> on a day to day, if they knew what happened when these mics go off, like it'd be a lot different story, bro. I don't know if we had that many women fans. <laughs> that audience to come down real quick. Like, yo. Oh, man. All right. I got some, man. Take these niggas back. Yeah. Uh, uh. Turn me up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kid. All I'm on the vibes. Yeah. Turn me up a little bit more. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We never mind that uh-huh. Funny, never find that Puff dime sacks, right? Hot stuff that make people say rewind that People know yeah. you go against the Harlem gigolo uh-huh. Get yeah. lick a low, make the girl trick your dough I represent honeys with money, fly guys and gents Ride with the tents, that be 35% so I lay, so I Man, shout out to Carl Thomas, first of all I've been around First and foremost I don't know where that song just came from But that was on my heart and that felt good, man That was that good energy that I need, bro uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, episode 152 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up? What up, though? This is for my podcast listeners up hey. north. Getting full on that Jack Mac. Mac. First pod back. We got another pod to smack. Smack <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this week in culture Y'all know how we do on Wednesday nights We gonna give y'all this this first bit of randomness Man just give y'all a little bit of what's going on In the culture And uh, we'll be back later for the snowfall listeners But before we get started bro I wanna shout out uh, One of the homies man I wanna shout out my man Willie Chalmers And uh, a lot of y'all might not know Who Willie Chalmers is and if I'm being completely honest, I don't know who Willie Chalmers is. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but Willie Chalmers <laughs> has been calling my work phone from Wayne County Prison or Wayne County Jail for the last two and a half nights. <laughs> and every fucking time I look at my phone voicemail, I should say, you have a collect call from, this is Willie Chalmers. And that nigga sound like he about 73. And whoever number he remembering is from when he was young and criming, nigga, because 
it ain't their number no more. But that nigga keeps calling me. I hate when I see this online, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to say it here. <laughs> Check on your peoples. Hey, man. <laughs> so, look, I'm mad that the county jail officers won't be like, yo, Willie, you got another number you want to dial, man? Another family member? Because whoever he think I am ain't fucking with him, dog. Like, bruh, somebody go down there, man. Y'all put some money on my man Willie Chalmers' bail. He one digit off though. Bomb money. I thing. know he one digit off. He Whatever number he off. thinking, or he or it's a three one three versus two four eight or something no, like that. But just my work phone three one three, and I know that nigga probably like one. It's probably like a five in there that he adding that he shouldn't be adding, dog. But shout out to my man Willie Chalmers. He sound too old to be out here criming. But whatever he doing, <laughs> rhyming. He been down there for at least three days and counting, dog. I bet you while we watching Snowfall, my phone go ring. Cause last night Willie Chalmers called about eleven forty eight. That nigga said, "This is Willie damn, Chalmers. Nigga, it, ain't, it ain't lights out yet, Willie." No, Willie Chalmers don't sleep. Willie Chalmers don't sleep, nigga. When he up, he criming, nigga. He oh, so up and he, he stuck. He, oh, he's still in there with the with the with the phone that's made into the wall. Yeah, 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 the cell. yeah. He dialing that. He yeah. dialing that. Willie Chalmers don't know no numbers. Yeah, y'all ain't been outside. Well, no, no, I ain't been inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so salute to my man Willie Chalmers. Hold your head. That might be the name of this episode. I don't know. That's just how I'm feeling, dog. He sound bad. And uh, somebody go call your grandparents. Make sure they not locked up. All right, man, what else going on in the world, dog? How your week been going, bro? We just was in here, so I feel like I know how your week going, bro. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, shit, that was, what, a day and a half ago? <laughs> <That> was, yeah. <laughs> if some shit went down in a day and a half, bro, I got to talk to you. Niggas, Guess see what's what? going on. More shit went down that I don't give a fuck about. Mm. Well, actually, it, it had already went down, and I we clearly both didn't give a fuck because we didn't mention it. Talking about the uh, royal family? And guess what? <laughs> Still don't give a fuck. Yo, you know what though? I'm this how this how I know with me and my brother in sync. Cause I have some not notes, but like I have that jotted down, Prince Harry and them. That's literally what it says in my phone. But it ain't them that I want to talk about. I want to talk about interracial dating, dog. <laughs> that was a very clear example. And I didn't watch the interview. I saw a couple of the little sound bites that was online, but I ain't seen this. I'm not bite. sitting down watching. I just of that. seen an Oprah meme. I seen Oprah. I seen a couple tweets that got off. Um, I seen something that said uh, they wanted to take little Arthur or Archie, whatever art, whatever little son name. They wanted to make him no longer a, a prince or whatever because he was gonna be dark skinned. All kinds of shit. They was trying to take his courtship. This is why I never dated interracial. <laughs> One of many reasons, right? But like, all right. So can we keep it real? This ain't the Patreon, but can we keep it real on the pod? Let's go. Can we get a little risque in this motherfucker? Shout out to be risque. I'm about, I'm about to say, shout, shout out, out to, to be risque in this bitch. We ain't getting that risque. Hey, no, no, we not going there. <laughs> she be done walked in here like, so the son dick was like, no, nigga, calm down, be risque. Yeah, brick, brick go left. All right. So I feel like if you dating, if you a black person dating a white person, right? Don't matter, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever. If your spouse... Umar not happy. Yeah. Umar not happy, first of all, nigga. Jumar might not be that happy. Nah, Dr. Jumar but Johnson. if you a black person dating a white person, and, like, you bring them to the black family event, right? Like, the little cookout, somebody birthday, backyard barbecue, whatever the fuck. We got the Henny in here today, by the way. Oh, yeah, we do have the Henny, and we ain't off it yet. So, the way I'm starting is going to let y'all know how we might finish. Um, So, when you bring the white person to the black event... 
if your family gives them like a little nudge of racism and shit, like a little discomfort, like, yo, you ain't never had no potato salad that tastes like that. No raisins in that bitch, huh? <laughs> I feel like that should be allowed, right? And like the white person really, like they kind of just do the fake smile and be like, <laughs> you ever been around white folks who, um, like jokingly, they'll make some, some, some jokes. Yeah. And I can, like, it's not like, like, hey, um, uh, our entire family's here for dinner at six o'clock or like, yeah, yeah. like I know this probably hasn't happened in, in your neck of the world. So it's look, some, some shit like that. I feel like y'all white people can't do that to black people, but white people should be okay if they dating somebody black and they family do it. Yeah. And here's my reason why. Cause that little 20 minutes of discomfort don't have shit on 400 years of slavery and another hundred years of civil rights issues and another 50 of more civil rights issues. So, in that regard, I'm like, eh, I never wanted to date nobody white because I'm going to put you through some shit that I'm not going to deal with. Because if your family even joke with me, I'm smacking everybody in the white family, nigga. You know, Meemaw I'm, getting the shit smacked out of her, nigga. I'm kicking Meemaw in the legs, in her cane, in her little four-wheel uh, stick thingy with the tennis balls on the bottom. My mama's probably like one of the greatest people in the in the history of people. Factual. It's probably like a list of like 50 people who like been great humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She on that list. Mom somewhere. on there. Mom I'm on there. Gonna, I'm not going to top two. Not two. Sorry, no. Not two. Not two. <laughs> but like she she on the top 50 list, right? Okay. Uh, One of the most um like, oh, I'm down for this Jesus shit. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like all the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sunday school teacher, you know, said the whole nine yards. One day, she said, uh, which I assume jokingly, yeah, she was like, "If she can't use your code, don't bring her home." Mm. And like, mm. it was like jokingly. And it's a bar. Yeah, but I was like, that, that shit kind of stuck with yeah. me. Like, uh, like now, I know my mom. If I would have brought anybody home, she's gonna be accepting of them because that's yeah. just. That's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, but I always thought to keep that shit in my back of my mind. Oh, yeah. And that's that's a whole nother thing. And then like, just knowing my family. Again, one reason that I would never date nobody white, because if your white family try me, it's going to be, it's going to go left too quick. Like, I don't really have the barometer to be like, ha, they kidding. Like, I, I can kid with them, but they can't kid with me. Don't joke with me, nigga. Like I said, Meemaw gets smacked, smacked the shit out of uh, Pawpaw, um, your uncle, who was you know what I'm saying trying to joke and get his the, shit off? The uncle was gonna be the the, the uncle gonna be the one that get bodied so nigga. so much and so that no I won't share that. But let's just say yeah yeah that's a situation that's very close uh -huh. and the uncle's always always got something to say. Yeah, and I just I feel like because the uncle also when you look at it they're the one who like they don't give a fuck you ain't they kid or you not they kids boyfriend or girlfriend like yeah you my niece nigga care about you i'm gonna throw all the little black jokes out here <laughs> right. running five minutes late that was early for cpt <laughs> what time are we starting <laughs> what time is jason getting here yeah yeah Shit like and, that. and now they don't know jason got guns on him nigga now jason like he's like i'll be right back i'm going to the car <laughs> is jason going to point his gun sideways though mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying it's, it's oh it's an easy joke like it's a couple and yeah i couldn't deal another reason i couldn't deal is what you just said though couldn't bring nobody white around my mom Really around my whole family, but like my mom would be the one who I know is sitting there pretending to be nice. And when the woman leaves, it's gonna be a bar, <laughs> like bar fest. Like how your mom was like, yo, she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. My mom have been like, uh, she the same color as milk, don't wear silk. Nigga, I don't fucking know, <laughs> nigga. And it would have just got bad. So I wouldn't even want to put nobody through that. But 
Yeah, I'm not. You have a. I know you never dated a white girl. You ever like dealt with a white girl? Never, man. I I just I've never seen myself. And real quick before we go further, shout out to our white audience, man. <laughs> really appreciate y'all. And I <laughs> hope y'all made it to this point. In the I mean, I mean, I got I got a lot of white friends. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I have white friends. I, I definitely have white friends. Man. Braxton P. Hartner. <laughs> <Harden> <laughs> <laughs> is on the P. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just totally forgot. We got like mad white audience members. Y'all don't take us serious. Oh man, hey man, for uh, all the white people listening to this, like, if in your mind at any point during that last like ten minutes, you was like, "This nigga," mm. I ain't even mad because <laughs> I feel like you did it, and I wouldn't know. Just so, think it, don't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never let that roll off your lips. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no upper lip. Arguing with a nigga online the other day uh-huh. about using the word nigga. Mm-hmm. And when I say nigga, I mean Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, and he was trying to explain to me how Hispanic culture and African American culture is the exact same thing. Oh, my God. And then he went through every cliche. Uh. He was like, well, our cultures are so similar. Mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish. Part one. <laughs> Part one. We not. Our culture is so similar. I mean, I grew up poor, too. Mm. Okay, so when you think black, you think poor. You think poor. Off top, racist. Then he went to rap music. Oh, oh my shit. god! Number two cliche. Fuck it. Then he went to. I got a lot of black friends. Oh my god! He on a roll. I'm like Jesus Christ. This is like a hey. like if this was like a joke or a television sketch. Like fam, you hit all three. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. said he literally said there is nothing different about our two cultures. They are the exact same. They're not. So I'm like, listen, my friend, like I know the genealogy and. All of that. Well, how, how what 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 parts are similar? But for me to go to someone who's Hispanic and tell them their entire culture is exactly like mine, no. I'm not that arrogant. No, no. I said nothing. Nut. He's like it's exactly the same. So we going back and forth um, before I block the nigga because mm-hmm. at a certain point, nigga, I'm done talking. Like bro. stop stop mentioning me. But like, mm-hmm. fam, why are you having a dissertation just because you want to say nigga? Now, if I told you what pronouns to use, you're going to mm-hmm. respect that immediately, but you won't respect me enough to not to say the N-word, right? Yeah. And that, and it it, 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 baff, it baffles me, but we can, it just baffles me. Yeah. That that's the, the thing that we had. I'm like, listen, my man, you can say whatever you want to say. 100%. Um, I can't police your tongue and all the other shit. Not at all. So you do what but you do and what you, ass. you see how, you know, you, you, you do how something see fit. Now, if I tell you that something offensive to me, when you say it, mm-hmm. you, if you choose to say it, you choosing to be offensive. Yeah. You're not even choosing to be, you're choosing to offend me. Specifically. You're, you're specifically offending me. Cause so kind of on that same tone of, you know, whether a motherfucker finds some shit offensive or not. Um, did you hear about uh, Miami Heat player Myers Leonard and what happened to him? Um, I heard, I saw a post briefly, but... Yeah, so he was on his, uh, not TikTok. What's the thing that, uh, that what's the name be on? Um, used to do the show with Joe Budden. Twitch. He was okay. on his Twitch. And apparently he was on there, he was playing a game with somebody or doing some shit on the Twitch, and they were Jewish, the person he was playing against, and he called them a kike, which is not just a racial slur. You got to go deep in your racial bag. Second time I heard that word today. Nigga. <laughs> I was watching some... Uh, some I old, like how I followed that up with nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some old Boardwalk Empire. 
Oh one shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the second time I heard that word today. But like, no, that's that's like that's not one of those things where like, yo, no, you guys said so much in rap music. We want to say it. To, no, we don't say we don't say that. We don't. No, say that. we don't. We're not running around calling Jewish people kikes. Like, I don't even want to necessarily say it in in quotes. Um, quoting Myers Leonard. But anyway, I seen some people on the internet today talking about. Cause it was like, yo, like basically his career probably done. He's coming up on free agency at the end of the season. Um, he's not a good enough player that people really want to deal with that. And right now, I'm looking at the NBA like, yo, Adam Silver, the fucking Ain't he a white basketball player. Yeah, he white. His career's coming to him. The brother. president of the NBA, Adam Silver, is Jewish. <laughs> Fam, <laughs> I don't know what team. I don't know who owns his team, but I'm yeah. fairly sure he's. I mean, probably, probably you're not. It's not a bad guess to think that somebody Jewish probably owns the Miami Heat in some shape or capacity. So his career is probably done from this one move. Like, I don't see him getting a ton of PT moving forward. And again, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. He ain't playing well enough that another team would be like, fuck it, we'll take that heat, right? So I seen some people online arguing. Somebody was like, somebody black was like, we too sensitive. Like, why we give a fuck about him calling somebody a kike? Like, this shouldn't mean the end of his career. And I was like, I jumped in their argument because I was like, I'm not sensitive about him calling people a kike. It's racist. I'm acknowledging that that's racist as fuck. It's my intentionally, nigga. though. It, and it's, again, to the point I said earlier, when you call somebody a, that You've gone deep in your racist bag. Like, this is not a word used every day. It's not common. So if you're going to go that deep in your racist bag, and then Myers Leonard, for those who might not know his history, when they was in the bubble earlier uh, this, well, last season now, um, when they were playing in the bubble, and the whole Miami Heat team kneeled down during the national anthem and held hands, oh, he, he, he stood up. Oh, he, he, he stood up. He was the only one, bro. Corner to corner, everybody was kneeled down except him. He's showing y'all was good, bro. He putting it out there. And it was funny because when he did that, this same black person that made the statement about we being too sensitive and he shouldn't be canceled, cancel culture ruining all this, blah, blah, blah. He was also, when the nigga stood up, he was like, we too sensitive. He got the right to stand up if he don't want to kneel down with the team. And I'm like, he does. But... His rights don't make it less racist, bro. Like, there's intention behind the move. I'm trying to show you I'm not with this black shit. They were kneeling down for George Floyd. That's why they kneeled. He didn't feel like kneeling down for George Floyd was necessary. It's intent behind the shit. When you call somebody a kike playing a game on Twitch, there's intent behind the use of that word, bro. He ain't calling him a... Fam, you played video games before. Facts. Competitively. When you beating a nigga or a nigga beating you, you might get into your bitch ass nigga. You might get hype. I might stop cracking on your hey, mind. Oh, ho ass. But I'm not going, look at this motherfucking cracker at. Like, whoa, bro. Like over the video game? You jumped into your 30s bag, nigga. But they do be like that online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Look, a I'm, lot of the kids be like that. Yeah, I'm playing Modern Warfare and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids in England call me a fucking nigger and shit <laughs> in that you know, weird ass accent. Okay, Daniel Kalua. Hey. Relax. So uh, I don't know, man. I just I James feel like Bond. <laughs> I feel like in a league like that let's call that nigga James Bond. <laughs> I feel like in a league like the NBA or, you know, NFL, like very predominantly black sports leagues, like for you to even exist in these leagues, you have to 
do it knowing you're going to be around black people. A lot of them. How you have a racist bone in your body when the person standing to your left and right statistically is going to be black. I have no idea, bro. But that shit is it's wild. Like you in Miami, you in a city that's predominantly black and Latino. Latinx, whatever's proper. I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? But my <laughs> shout out to my homie the other day. One of my Dominican homies was like, nigga, I don't even know what Latinx means. Dog. He was like, I don't know when people say that. Like, it's the, I don't know what that means. So it's the Latino, Latina, Afro, all that shit. Put an X on the back of it. Put an X it? on it. Because we don't know. <laughs> like, we don't know what you are. So we're going to throw this X on this motherfucker. Whole time, that motherfucker Cuban. That means <laughs> everything. Yeah, okay? Any Cuban nigga X. that's Latin at all, mm. nigga, throw that X on that motherfucker. Oh, man. What else going on out here? Uh, stop being racist. That was the point of all that. Stop being racist. Um, And for anybody who's... Yo, real quick, back to the Meghan Markle Prince Harry, because I want to get in this. Two things that I noticed from... Antichrist. From the the hype around that interview last week or the other day, am I wrong, or don't you remember a time not long ago? Yes, I do. Where people weren't fucking with Oprah and Meghan Markle, because I swear people wasn't fucking with Meghan Markle since the wedding when they was like, oh a black princess. Then after that, I feel like they was on some real like. I thought it was weird when her husband was rocking uh, Nazi apparel mm. and swastikas and mm. shit like that. He thought it was cool to dress up. Was that him? I thought that was the brother. No, that was him? Cool. Damn. Damn, Harry. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was interesting. That that was like, fuck. Because that came out a week before the marriage. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit. Last week, the nigga literally had on the Nazi apparel. Yeah. And not, not even, that's not even like a, a euphemism. No, the actual armband, the, the actual uniform, the, the whole joint. The whole nine yards. Let me guess. He was wearing a costume. It was a, it was Halloween or some shit. I, no no response <laughs> my lord but my then a lord. week later everybody was like yo he's marrying a prince and <laughs> it's always like that when it's, a- it's like coming to america <laughs> i mean if the black woman married that white man it'd be perfectly fine the lady on the train i'll marry you <laughs> hey i ain't had no hard liquor in about a month so i'm telling you now this podcast for nicole dog um but then wasn't nobody fucking with oprah either right like I thought niggas was off Oprah. I thought niggas was um wild to be off Oprah to be perfect. I mean, honest. me and you always talked about like why y'all be off Oprah. But they was we said it because they was off Oprah. Like, now they back on Oprah. <laughs> oh man. Why they don't like uh why black people don't like when black people do good shit? Like like why they mad at Jay Z for selling shit? <laughs> so we had a I had a conversation uh online about this earlier today. See if I can bring it up. Actually, it was yeah. pretty cool, um, and it came up about that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't actually. It what came up is Timberland and Swiss selling verses. Yep, to Trilla. Mm-hmm. And you know, I guess some people were unhappy, whatever. Um, I'm not necessarily unhappy about that business decision or mm-hmm. Jay Z doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes what ends up happening is. There's two different things. Black people have a different relationship with business. And black people will shame you if you don't support black businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, not because you shouldn't, but because that's just how we do. Um, that's good, bad, or indifferent. It is what it is. And oftentimes when your business is held up as quote unquote black business for the people, we doing this, this for the culture, it's for the culture, it's for the culture. Yeah. And then you sell it to a white man. 
it's like, wait a minute. I thought y'all didn't like white people being in over black culture. Mm. And you build something up and then you sell it. Right. Mm-hmm. And if the, the, the acclaim that came from insert product or service, it's not really a product or service because historically black people only make money from entertainment. Facts. So it's never actually like a product, but so this particular form of entertainment is based around black culture yeah. and we rallied around it because of black culture is for black people. I'm supporting everybody black. And then you get that to a high value and then you sell it to the white man. Yeah. Um, I don't, this is not my actual opinion, but that is the opinion of some. It's like, well, damn, I thought we was rallying around because you black and now you sold it to the white man. Now the white man got a hold of another piece of our cultural thingamabig. Yeah. So I get that's what it is, but at the end of the day, I mean, the goal in business um, is to make money. Yeah. And in order for you to sell out, you got to have something worth buying. Yeah. So ideally, how about you create something valuable and then you got the opportunity to sell it to, to whoever. Mm-hmm. It's also one of those things where if that's where your mind at business wise, don't position it as a black product. Mm. Position it as a product. Mm. I'm tired of being guilt tripped into buying products because they're black. Mm-hmm. I want a good product and I'm going to support that good product. And I love the fact that you black, but that's right. not going to be my selling point. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't say come to shop, talk podcast studio, black, black owned. owned. No. When you see the blue and the black color, know where the fuck you, you at. at, but it's not, yo, come support me because I'm black owned. Yeah. Come support if you like the actual product. Yeah. So I don't like the fact that we kind of, I don't want, I don't want your, I don't, it's not a fucking handout. And, and it, and you're not supporting yeah. a black business. I don't, do you, so do you say you support target when you chop? No, you just shop. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't, don't make it seem as if this is something different. So yeah. when we do that with the title, no, we going, we going, we fucking with title. Cause that's for the black folks. Yeah. And we get this air of yo, it's black, it's black, it's black. Even though 98% of the staff was white. Um, Facts. And then everybody got this whole sense of pride when you just really doing commerce. Yeah. And then you sell it to the white man. And then now you, cause you were so emotionally tra- wrapped up in it like fam. So my, the sale of, of verses and the sale of title and the sale of Armand de Brignot, which was Ace of Spades, Ace of Spades, pardon me. Um, to your point, the point of business is to make money. That is literally all business is, is making money, bruh. Like, if you're not trying to make money, you'll create a nonprofit. These were not nonprofits. These were money-making machines, literally. And when they reach a point of success that a larger business is interested in staking money into them, your business has succeeded, (laughs) And now, if you choose to sell it, you will then make more money. And more than likely, especially in the case of, um, like, title, we keep a piece versus they're keeping a piece. Like, there's still ownership there. That's the, that's the, that's the negative aspect of pressing this whole ownership, ownership, ownership. Mm-hmm. It's about total ownership, ownership, yeah. ownership. And now you set the standard that. If you don't, now it's like, yo, if you don't own 100% of it, you don't own shit. But look, the here's where the hypocrisy comes, right? Because when 
they tell you Jay-Z owns a point zero 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 eight one percent of the Brooklyn Nets, you call that nigga an owner. But this is white owned. But you talking about black excellence. That nigga own less than a percentage. Yeah. But you saying black excellence. When they tell you Usher and Nelly own point zero 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 percent of the the Cavaliers and the and the uh the Charlotte Hornets, that's where Nelly's money was at. Now you tell me, yo, black excellence, ownership, ownership. But then is. when a nigga tells you, yo, I'm no longer trying to own 100% of this liquor brand. I want to sell it to a bigger company who can market it more, make it even more money. Overseas. Overseas. And then even with the smaller ownership stake, I stand to make a ton of money in this move. Now niggas is like, sell out. Bro, how do that work? Well, in order to sell out, you got to have something worth buying hey. at the end of the day. But if I bought this shit in 2015 for $56 million Man. and I turn around and sell it six years later for $297 million. Come on. And that's a hell of a come up. Come on, man. I am also wondering like what, Jay- what Jay-Z is trying to do with all this liquid. Man. It's a lot of liquid in the short No, his time. literally, as we said it the other day, like his last like two and a half, three weeks have been ridiculous, dog. And then with um with Swiss and Timberland selling verses, here's why I thought that was a great business move. I've been running his course. Fam, I've been saying for damn near the bulk of the last eight months, yeah, I'm kind of over verses, dog. And yeah, they've had one or two that like grabbed my interest over these months. But for the most part, since y'all niggas said fuck quarantine, verses ain't been hitting the same. Because quarantine versus was fun when we was all sitting in the crib as a family, tweeting about it, posting about it, Instagramming about it, whatever. Once y'all said, fuck quarantine, we back outside, versus don't hit the same. And so the fucking vibe around the verses ain't hitting the same. Also, when they started putting the niggas in the same room, they started doing to the verses where it was like, I I get it. It was a lot of sound issues they was running into that kind of made up for it. They was able to better. That could call me. Yeah. But guess what? When they put them in the same room, eh, the verses kind of, for me, lost his spunk. Like, I like the rawness of, yo, you at the crib, I'm at the crib. We playing shit off the fucking speakers in our house. I'm going to show you how much I really gave a fuck about this by what I play and how engaged I am. Some niggas did it to they, like, benefit. Some did it to their detriment. But I like the rawness of not knowing what to expect. Once you put them in the same room, it's like, yo, we ain't here dancing, having a good time. Man. Once Doritos was a sponsor, my nigga. Nigga, Ciroc came up. Like, whoo. I ain't seen a Ciroc bottle in 100 years. Diddy came through versus, like, nigga, y'all my friends put my shit in there. So to your point, once it's run its course, we've run out of people in the culture, and we know who we talk about in the culture, who are big enough to do this. I think we really learned from that Ashanti and Keisha Cole, like, yo, I that didn't really hit the way that niggas thought it was going to hit. Like, in their mind, yo, it's Ashanti and Keisha Cole. These are two cultural stalwarts and da-da-da. But then when you put them up there and you have all the issues that they had, you had all the bullshit going on that was going on, that shit got pushed back four times. It was like, damn, dog, we really running out of people. Niggas ain't even respecting this the way they we was. We not at home. We not at home, bro. Niggas is, niggas is not sitting got, down. And I'm not about to prioritize my actual life Mm-mm. around a versus battle Mm-mm. when, like, before... Everything no, we didn't closed. have a choice a year ago. We didn't have a fucking choice eight months ago. We just didn't. So selling it now that it's kind of on the down and making some money off of something that started literally from a phone call between two friends, Swiss and Tim deciding, yo, we should do this. Let's jump on live real quick and do something for a couple hours. Nigga, that was free. And now y'all making millions Still owning it, and now whatever they go do over at Triller, 
Nigga, they could put it could be Katy Perry, Britney Spears, nigga. Thanks. Mike Tyson versus Mike. It can literally <laughs> be whatever. And guess what? Swiss Beats and Timbaland still finna make money off it. How you mad at that? Niggas, oh, this was our thing. Was it? It wasn't mine. I ain't make a dollar. I ain't seen none of the sponsorship. Then he ain't sent me a bottle of Ciroc yet. I play more music than all these motherfuckers. Ain't nobody send me none. So I'm happy for Swiss and Tim to go out. Why do we get mad when black people go out there to do something that betters their situation and their business? I don't get that, bro. It's all about how it's positioned. Because we don't know how to position business. We position business based on race. Fam, but even... Everything we do is based on that. Facts. Unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Let me pour some more Henny, bro. So it's like, once everything you do is based around black, white, Mm-hmm. If you sell something that's quote unquote black to the white, now you at odds. Yeah. Like, yo, can we? Like, man, fam, wanna, like, can we? Can we all just get along? <laughs> but you know what? Be fucked up. Everything we do gets positioned around race, even when the fucking owner of it doesn't necessarily say this is black. Like Swiss and Timberland never said versus is for black people. It was just yo, I'm black, he black, and, and we every, put him, and everybody on here has been black. Well, except Scott Scorch. Scott Storch walked his white ass right in there. Did Tina Reed do some shit. Somebody said Tina Reed was gonna do one. I don't know. Well, she can't. Nah. So nah, they probably would have had to do a posthumous joint. But I heard that though. Yeah, they could have did like I heard a lot of like they was gonna do a posthumous. Like they was talking about a Pac and Biggie joint, which I didn't want to see, and I'm glad it didn't happen. Stop it. But it's it's all. Like, yo, nobody on either one of their sides ever said versus is for black people. Fam, Swiss, or not Swiss Beats, pardon me. Timbaland, most of his production catalog is for non-rapping hip or rapping R&B music. Like, the latter half of it, at least. Like, we know how Timbaland started in Virginia with Missy and Genuine and all, and we know what that was. But, like, nigga, the later, fam, Pitbull and them, fucking, uh... Miami Club Neo music like these ain't fucking quote R&B and rap songs like no that nigga was in a whole different bag dog he got on his Lil John shit later in life it's way more money over there and it's way I remember him saying I'm done doing hip-hop beats because I'm bored I'm bored he literally said that like I'm bored I have a lot more creative freedom when I do uh this type of Miami Club life shit yeah all that shit sound the same to me you should be bored over there too um, Facts. But it is what it is. Hey, all I know is that when black people sell some shit, again, when fucking Tommy and DVE go do a damn Gucci collab, like he not a sellout for that, bro. Because we won't leave this race shit alone. Damn. Like that that don't mean that niggas ain't racist and shit, but like everything, can, we can't keep selling everything based on that. Yeah. I'm like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've never seen it, but. Did Tommy ever say Detroit versus everybody is a black brand? It's made about black man. So, but did he position it like that? Because sometimes I feel like we are our own worst enemy, right? Like, yo, I'm a black man and I made a shirt. I ain't say it's a black shirt. I just made a shirt. Naturally, by me being black, most of my audience or or supporters or consumers will probably be black if they know that I'm the black man who made this shirt. But I never said. Man, buy my black shirt because I'm black. Support black. Buy black. No, I just want you to buy my shit. <laughs> like, straight up and down. Just support me, nigga. Like, if you supporting a black person matters to you, you can clearly see that I'm black. And you can buy my shit. And I just feel like, I don't know. We don't like to see niggas succeed, man. Now, listen. I got two unofficial Black Bear letters, dog. All right. Let's get into them. 
right. Hold up, man. Hold up. You already know the fucking vibes. When y'all hear that can crack. When you hear that henny. Yeah. When you I'm, hear that henny pour. I'm going. That mean, give me more, nigga. I don't know. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, uh, yeah, Macho. We are recording uh, Twitch. During uh, <laughs> what you call, um, all right. So one of the uh, one of the OG listeners uh, mm-hmm. sent me something on Twitter, mm. and uh, I want to get your opinion on this shit. I don't like the fact that these chips is named Caterico. That's some freaky shit in Spanish. All right, Twitter, Twitter, Blackberry letter. All right, dog. Uh, I wonder sh- if this is one of the screenshots I got because I got some shit. This shit it. wild. So he nutted in the guest instead <laughs> of you during a threesome. That hurts. <laughs> yo, yo, he nutted in the guest. <laughs> Holy shit. Fail. Like, so, and she's keeping it. She said this is the worst Valentine's gift that she's ever gotten somebody. She said she offered the girl $10,000 to get rid of it, and she said no. Wow. So a couple. Stop policing women's bodies. Woman thought, I'm going to do something nice and real (laughs) freaky for Valentine's Day or whatever this special day was, and I'm going to get a threesome. And they in there doing their thing. And he nutted in the wrong one, and now she's keeping it. You, you. Uh, oh shit! Is that a, how? Uh, <laughs> Hold up, man. Because I'm still fucking like. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Uh, I'm outdone, bro. <laughs> like it says, no amount of OnlyFans money was worth this because she found a bitch on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Never have a threesome. It's not worth it. Hello, hello. Hello? Yo, I'm in the booth. I'ma call you right back. Nah, I just gotta put this one part down. I'ma call you back. I'm at the studio, man. Literally. Man, quit playing with me, man. Don't no, play for like real. That. Don't play like that, man. <laughs> Why should tell him don't play like that? Before y'all call me stupid, I already know. <laughs> The last my favorite Blackberry letter ever <laughs> off rip. You the ain't two senses in. <laughs> the last threesome I had, the bitch ended up getting pregnant for my man, and oh, I'm sorry hurt about that. I don't know what to do because I want to be with him, but I don't want to be nobody's stepmother. Oh my god. Uh, then it says everything. Somebody replied, "Everything happens for a reason. There's a blessing in this. Wait for it." <laughs> I hate when people say she said, "Some old woman is having a baby for the man I love." I don't know what blessing lies in that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think Tell he's her the, wait for it. <laughs> I don't think he's the father because that girl was fucking everybody, but it's still a possibility. I promise y'all, I'd rather be broke and living in my parents than to be going through this. Man, I want to live happily ever after with him, but I'm so hurt that she got pregnant off a threesome that we was just supposed to be for content. Oh, so they was fucking four OnlyFans. Oh wow. Got it. Wow. I just not it just it just made sense. Got you. I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> I just miss him, but I'm so upset that he impregnated her. I am miserable. 
I hate myself <laughs> for allowing this to happen. I regret ever linking up with that bitch. I hate everything. I hate myself so much. Ah, I hate myself so much. <laughs> Exclama- 10 exclamation points. My heart is literally being ripped out of my chest. This was my worst fear and it came true. What doesn't, she doesn't want to abort it. Trust me, I would have paid for it and gave her $10,000 to go on with her life, but she's so thirsty for a baby. I'm such an idiot. I'm glad we're going to stop right yeah. there because you are. You ended idiot. it on the right bar. You are such an idiot. Um, Where do we start? Oh, where do we start? That was fucking crap. <laughs> I'm so tickled by that shit, nigga. Pause. Pause me being tickled. And, uh... <laughs> Pause her being pregnant. You can't. Reason 273, you don't invite other people into your relationship. Mm. And you especially don't fuck for money on OnlyFans. You fucking for money on OnlyFans, inviting someone else into your relationship and having unprotected sex. And when that child comes into this world, he has to explain how he got there. Y'all met some bitch online and I fucked her because I was trying to make some extra bucks on the internet site with you, with with me, your stepmom. Like, that's a, what? That's an immaculate conception. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers have let this internet shit go to your head. Man. Y'all have let the perverse become normal. Yeah. And if you're normal, you look at as if you're perverse. Mm. You motherfuckers are run amok. Sodom and Gomorrah, turn the salt, damn it. Man. So when you first started mentioning this shit, I jokingly said, Stop policing women's bodies. When she said, "Yo, I offered her ten grand to get to get rid of the baby." Stop policing women's bodies. She want to have a baby. She got a baby. But stop policing women's bodies is the reason that OnlyFans in this freaky world can exist, right? Because motherfuckers have gotten to the point where now you can't tell them nothing. Can't tell them nothing, dog. Everything is literally about money and sexual perversion. Everything. Our whole world is about money and sexual perversion. And race. And race. That, that's your top three and it's not three, nigga. Yep. Money, sexual perversion, and race. And when you put everything into one of those and you try to find the race factor, the sex factor, or the fucking money factor, nigga, you're limiting the other billion things that could be pulled from these topics, dog. And when y'all are out there like, Listen, I want to make money. Guess what sells? Sex. Guess what I'm going to do? Fuck for money on OnlyFans. I'm going to say this, and some of y'all guys and women, you're not going to agree. Mm-hmm. Stop having sex with all these people. Okay? And when I say that. Every time I was in L.A. I mean, stop having the sexual energy exchange. Mm. S-E-X. Stop exchanging energies with strangers on the internet. It's like Latinx. <laughs> anything is possible. I can do anything. Oh no. shit. How come anybody did that over? I, I can do anything. Oh man. Hell no. Hell no. Hell mm. no. Mm. Listen. Stop. Stop. <laughs> The sexual exchange of energy for money on the fucking internet. Man. Yes, you have free will. Yep. You can do whatever you want with your body. Yep. But because I have rational and common sense and I can see what's going on, yep. I can call you a fucking idiot and I can say that you're doing it wrong. So, okay. We're reviewing Snowfall later tonight, right? Yeah. Snowfall's about crack. 
Yes. If you wanted to, you could go do crack. Right now. Right the fuck now. But you don't choose to do crack because at the end of the day, you know, yeah, I have the right to and no one's policing me not doing crack if I want to go do crack. But I'm making the choice not to do crack because, frankly, that's just not for me. Because, frankly, crack is whack. Crack is very fucking whack. <laughs> Word to Whitney. And, man, I still get sad. Um, I think So why wouldn't, you, anyway. why wouldn't you tell a motherfucker... Yo, like, stop exchanging your sexual energy with everybody. Niggas get offended. Fam, you wouldn't go do crack just because you could do it. You know Why what? you fucking just because you can? So oh, Nasty shit. bastard. I wonder if I want to get canceled today or not. Let's go. We out um, here. If it's too cancel-y, we throw it on the Patreon. Fuck it. So listen, everybody swears that like sometimes you you just got some you got some shit going on in your life and you use sex as a way to, to, to for therapy going through it. Yeah, it's not be, oh I just like eh, some people do. Yeah, some people generally do, but everybody don't. Like you got some other shit that's going on. Yeah, and later on in your life you finally realize and everybody who told you what was going on and you cussed about and said they was minding women's business and all that shit, mm-hmm. nigga they was right. Mm-hmm. You got some other issues that's going on. When you fucking on the internet for OnlyFans money, yeah. and now your love of your life is got another bitch pregnant, and now yeah. you caught her old bitch who just thirsty for a baby. Yeah, well, guess what? You was thirsty for some money. That's why you fucked her, and you let your nigga fuck her, this Raleigh. No, this is wild. It's wild as fuck, bro. Like, there's a certain level of of cooth, and y'all don't have it. Y'all don't have it at all. And it and you it ain't even gotta be cool. It's just a certain level of like, do you give a fuck about anything? Do you care whether you, you live, live or, or die? die? I don't know. <laughs> y'all niggas really arcane. Y'all don't know. Like y'all niggas is so. Do you up. care if this baby lives or dies? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Scottsdale says. <laughs> Man, why don't, don't nobody but me and you remember Scottsdale, dog? I know about Scottsdale because of Dame. I have nothing. I have oh, <laughs> Man, hey Dame, man. Pull up to Scottsdale old building with me, dog. Let's hang out. I have never I have never uh they have, they don't have, they don't not have my patronage. I don't even know how Dame know about because he wasn't going that motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, Dame is the, the hey. founder of uh, Put That Baby in a Blender. Okay, hey, so. man. Dame also the founder of Raise Them Damn Kids. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga got 22 out here, nigga. 22 two year olds. Think nigga. how many Scottsdale picked up. <laughs> if I got five left. That nigga over. Scottsdale percentage. <laughs> Shout out to Dame, man. We love Dame, you. Dame, what up, bro? Hey, I'm still juice for Dame, but. Fucked up part. I be drinking my shit before I post a pick. I don't even post no more of that shit. It ain't. It's. I literally be done with it. And then it be like, all right, the empty cup is nasty looking on the picture. Um. Yeah, dog. No. First of all, this is me. This is the stage I'm at in my life sexually. I don't want to have a threesome. I don't. I literally don't need anyone else to come in a room with me, dog. Uh. I mean, I'm on half of a threesome. <laughs> the top half if you, if you follow my drip other than the top half i'm not interested you know yeah, what I'm man i just i I'm, I'm on some been there done that it, it wasn't really cool when i did that sit on increase to hey, hey, but no no if you trying to you know have a threesome with jay nigga hit my man up just the top half 
But just uh, send it to I'm playing J Johnson three one three at Gmail. Not this week in Culture Pod at Gmail. I don't even know if that's his real email. Yeah, yeah, but. Say, yeah it's not. But it, <laughs> it felt like it was. Though, so I was like, damn, I hate I gave my nigga email. Damn, did I ever buy that shit? <laughs> well, I buy it, but ever, I don't know if I ever uh, secured that shit. No, Jay, uh, hit Jay with the top half of your threesome inquiries, man. All of your threesome requests. No, I'm, I'm running really by Jay. I'm, um, I'm never answering your DM. <laughs> <laughs> like in real life, I'm never going to answer that shit. <laughs> Yo, speaking of DMs, dog, and this is wild, and I want to get back to the threesome shit, but I got a, a, a update from our last week's Blackberry letter that was fun as shit. Okay. This shit went left. Oh, shit. Up, wait a minute. Update on the situation. Yeah. Update well based on what we said. No, an update on her situation. Okay. She said, "Bro, update." <laughs> Off top, she let me know what it was. Why the older guy I spoke of in my BlackBerry letter? How old is this older guy? I don't know, but quote her. Brace yourself. Why is he in love with his cousin? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this nigga, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, this nigga, oh, oh. Like, that nigga is um, drop a clues bomb on. So she's a therapist in real life. Okay. Um, And she said, I have officially diagnosed him. Become his unofficial therapist trying to help him process why he has feelings for his cousin. And it's on his maternal side. Their great grandparents were siblings. Bruh, I can't make this shit up. He's in love with his cousin, and I'm coaching him through this. Welp, that's a wrap. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be. Said fuck it, went on another date with another guy. Got a massage, then dinner. But then he caught an Uber to the massage place. So I had to drive us to the restaurant and then drop him off at his cousin's house at the end of the night. Was his cousin the female? Because, <laughs> you know, that could be some shit you Yo, if she got played that smoothly, she not ready for the streets. Some shit you manifesting, putting out. So she said, yep, I didn't know his license was suspended. Mm. I can't. When I update my letter in a couple months, <laughs> y'all gonna die from the nonsense I deal with. I mean, so I here's what I told her: license before I told her, "Hey, let that king be great," because my license has been suspended six times and my permit has been suspended once. Because you only have time with a permit long enough to suspend it one time. So leave that nigga the fuck alone. I was like, he took you on a massage date. He took you on a dinner date. Yeah, he just he caught the Uber. Nigga, nigga just catching the Uber. I don't know. Hey, shout out to that one girl who got banned from Uber and Lyft this week. That was fun. Did you see that video? Mm-mm. Um, I think they were in. Was uh, they attacking the? the, the yeah. The, oh, it yeah. was three of them in the back. Um, but one of them specifically, she was the one that started the shit. Coughing she was coughing shit. on a nigga, and smacking him. Out. She tried. She snatched his mask off. She tried to snatch his little uh, Uber phone. He's raised thirty thousand um, dollars, by the way. Oh, he's raised money, but then she got online. This is why when dumb being dumb gets you dumber shit. She got online after the fact to defend herself, talking about fuck him. She was going, I don't know what race she is, but she was saying nigga a lot. She was like, she ain't look black. She ain't look black to me either. But she was going, yo, every nigga I know, if he would have talked to them the way he talked to me, niggas would have bodied him or did much worse. He lucky I ain't had that thing on me. She was talking greasy, (laughs) right? She literally said that. And then she goes, 
<laughs> I love people. She goes, it's all right, because fuck Uber. That's why I drive. That's why I'm taking Lyft anyway. I prefer Lyft. Lyft put out a statement and said, <laughs> nah, bitch. <laughs> yo, thanks to her video, we seen the other video, and she banned from our shit too. <laughs> so now that bitch ain't got no ride. So salute to her, man. Yo, I don't pull that bitch out by her feet, all three of them. And if they squared up, God bless them. Yeah, nah. And literally, dog said, I'm going to get out. And I'll just leave y'all in the car, y'all. And one of the girls was like, you going to kidnap us? He literally said, no, not kidnap. You can leave if you want to, but I'm finna go, nigga. Because y'all ain't going to be in here attacking me, dog. My nigga, this my car. Facts. This ain't an Uber car. This even, is literally my car. Even though I'm at quote unquote work, oh, well, this my car. And you not about to be in this bitch attacking me. Yeah. And when you feel that you want to put your fucking yeah. hands on me and I tell you to stop and you don't, I'm dragging your dumb ass to fuck out this car by your feet. Yeah. And if the rest of your body get hit by one of these other cars, I don't personally give a fuck. They clearly never seen Bone Collector. Because you'd have tried to get out that motherfucker and grab that lock, and that bitch would have cut your fingers off. They nigga. clearly never seen Nate in the back of an Uber. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I call Nate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what Issa Rae at? Or you Issa D. better lay low. <laughs> Man, I miss Insecure. All right. I'm be sad that last season. You said you had two, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, let's get yeah. into the other one. All and right, then so I got a couple little. Little scenarios I've seen online I want to go through. All right. Now, I said I was probably going to take this somewhere that you niggas really wasn't ready for it to be taken to while we was in the, in the This Week in Culture group. So, it says, Today, I found out my seven-year-old daughter really did lie about my husband's other girlfriend as revenge for being grounded. And oh, that, I saw this. And that he never cheated on me at all. We're well into our divorce proceedings, and he won't forgive me for not believing him when he denied it. Fuck my life. Jesus. Um, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm going I'm to I'm go to some of the comments that's on this post. This is in the This Week in Culture thread, too. Yeah, yeah. But before I find that, what you, what you think about that situation? Fam, and not, not necessarily to this extreme, but I know a lot of situations where the husband wasn't believed over the woman's child. It didn't lead to a divorce necessarily, but it led to a lot of shit. Like I have a friend whose stepson lied on him because he told the stepson he couldn't do nothing. They got into the hole. You're not my dad. You're not my dad. He said, yo, I might yeah. not be your father, but I'm the man of this house. You got to respect me. Can't do this. And the stepson yeah, ended up lying on him. Somewhere I feel like we had some in that range. 16 year old but, boy getting yeah, kind of. Yeah. Getting kind of brolic with a nigga. Yeah. And I have a friend who went through a very simple, like I said, it ain't lead to a divorce. They still married far as I know is happily. But the stepson lied on him and put him in a situation that he was literally explaining himself to his wife because she did not believe him, but she believed her son. Come on now. So look, some of our loyal listeners, because this was in the thread, so everybody on this here is like, we fuck with y'all, our family. Um, somebody said, you know, the ass whooping going to be legendary, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. No, she need her ass whooped for believing the child with no evidence. A fucking seven-year-old, the whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah. See somebody else say she should have been smart enough to research to see if the little lying-ass child claims could be <laughs> substantiated, the whole nine yards. Uh, <laughs> I hope he married one of her friends who was more appreciative and smart enough not to listen to seven-year-olds. <laughs> I need to know if this daughter, if it's his daughter as well before I comment, which is a really good question, right? Because, yeah. like, if this is not my kid and she say you been cheating on, maybe that's more likely to believe it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Uh, but I seen one question is, hold on, one statement that was like, what seven-year-old, this is a really good question, what seven-year-old knows how to fabricate a story so much to the point that it causes this? And people tapped in. Um, I guess my, 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 I hear everybody, right? Yeah. Sunday, I was in here with the twins. Mm-hmm. And, um, was talking about D.L. Hughley. And um, I'm not a giant fan of D.L. Hughley. Yeah. Um, and someone mentioned that they don't fuck with him because when his daughter said he was sexually assaulted, she was sexually assaulted by one of his friends. He didn't believe her at first. Oh, wow. Um, and didn't step in and, and didn't do nothing or whatever because it's a it's a fucking slippery slope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. w- what do you do? So in this very situation, a seven-year-old girl lied and said daddy was cheating and she believed him. Yeah. Because you're mom. And was lying. Yeah. So what if, and a lot of people say, why you believe in a seven-year-old? So what if the seven-year-old said, this man that you married, daddy, whoever, touched me? Yeah. Then what? Is it, yo, it's a seven-year-old don't believe him? Or don't believe her? Or, like, how does how does that work when the, the, the charge is a different charge? Yeah. I feel like when the charge, so I feel like it's almost like, not that you don't take it seriously based on the charge, but I feel like your serious meter might move based on the charge, right? If a seven-year-old tell you, yo, I saw daddy with a girl, that could mean so many things from the vantage point of a seven-year-old. She said dad got another girlfriend. Saying dad got another girlfriend. That sounds very specific. I need to know what you mean by that. Like, we got to talk. What did you see? What did you think you saw? What did you heard? Because that's a very detailed thing, right? But when the seven-year-old says, yo, daddy's friend touched me. Oh, nigga, we're investigating, bro. Like, it's I'm never with my child. Dad like, no, I didn't. Yeah. All right. Well, now, guess what? Me as the, because in the assumption that this is shit, whether it's the dad's biological kid or not, as the mom take the motherfucker down to the doctor anyway. Go see if some shit didn't happen down there. If there's uh, rape kits, all that shit yeah. that they can do. No, no. So let's just yeah. say or, no penetration on yeah. yard, but yo, just touched her. Dad touched me. Yeah. And dad be like, no, I didn't. Child say, yes, he did. Yeah. What's the, like, what do you do? And that's the, we don't have children. That's going to be the other point part. That, gotta point that children. out. So I'm not going to tell y'all that I know the answer, but I know that if my child says that, it's a wild enough accusation that I'm going to take it seriously yeah. because this is a potentially dangerous accus- accusation. Both of these are, both of these are potentially one like, dangerous. One is not yeah. as dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So to speak. But, but when it comes to like the health and well being of my child, because I've, I've, I've seen situations and conversations about mm-hmm. um, somebody living in a home with their mom and another man or another husband. Yeah. And they've never been believed. Mm. I said this, but my mom was so happy or so yeah. wrapped up. She didn't believe me. Yeah. And it ruined our relationship. I've, seen that. I've heard of that. And then the conversation like, yeah, man, these mothers, they be so such and caught such. up in that man. They, yeah. don't, they don't listen to their children. So when you're in a situation like this, I don't necessarily, I'll just say like this. Yeah. If my child come to me and tell me that, uh, mommy got another boyfriend. Yeah. I'm like, what you mean? What yeah, you mean? we got to talk. You know what I'm saying by that? I'm, you do a little, you ask little questions. Yeah. But ultimately, you believe the child, though, right? Don't you? 
I'm going to go to my wife and be like, yo, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe what Junior said, man. He said, you got another boyfriend, man. That's a fucked up position. What you think about that? Like, what? Hell no. Yeah. But she kept it. She kept yeah. like, no. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Because I, I feel like uh, with the boyfriend instance, or in, that, in the case of that, uh, he got another girlfriend. As the other parent, I feel like you almost have to mention it to the other parent and ask them, not accuse them, but ask them. Like, if it's bothering you that much, yo, little, little Stephanie said that you got another girlfriend. Like, I don't know what she thinks she saw, but she kept insisting that you have a girlfriend. I just want to see what was up. And side note, the father put the girl on, the, the, the child on punishment, and this mm-hmm. was her revenge to mm-hmm. him. She went and told mama, oh, she was He got a girlfriend. Yeah, he cheated. And I feel like you have to go and ask because asking, one, what it does is open up the conversation, right? Because the husband or the wife, whatever the situation is, can be like, man, no. Like, no. And I'm... And it sounds like that's what he tried to do. But then it's like, well, why would this seven-year-old... Because everybody's thinking, like, it's seven-year... Why would a seven-year-old lie on you? Yeah. Because I put her on punishment. It sounds like a lie. It yeah. sounds like, it sound it, like an excuse. And if you was yeah. like the, the king pervert or king cheater, yeah. man, you know. She, <laughs> king said, pervert is funny. You know what I'm saying? On some touching shit. Like, yeah. And it's not girl, funny, but it's funny. <laughs> but it's like, yo, it, it just puts you in a real fucked up position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm only, I'm assuming that this is not his child. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought too when I read that earlier. It don't seem like this could be logical. <laughs> First of all, my kid ain't gonna be no snitch. <laughs> Off top. Um would you so listen. Yeah. So the question I wanted to ask is you're dealing with uh your your wife mm-hmm. and the child says you cheated. Mm-hmm. You did not. You told the wife you did not, and y'all are going through a divorce proceeding. Mid divorce, the child finally comes truthful do you take your wife back i'm gonna tell you why i say no um a friend of mine his father rest in peace lost his father last year to covid um his father used to tell him and his brother something he said he had been telling them this his whole life but i've heard him tell them this as adults he used to say i don't give a fuck what's going on your mama comes first she was my wife before y'all were my kids she was my wife before y'all were her kids. Like, your mama comes first when it comes to what I do in this household and what's happening in this household. We have disagreements. We have all of that. I'm with your mama. And then, y'all, that's the pecking order. Yeah. And when he used to tell me that, I used to laugh. Like, ha, ha, your dad don't, you know what I'm saying? You can't get past your mom. But then I started thinking about it as I got older. Like, I feel like that's how it should be. Like, fam. So y'all get if, to a certain age until your mom passed childbearing age yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I can make another you. Yeah. I can make another mama. And here's the thing. Like, yo, me and my wife, I, as the man, govern this household. Yes. But me and my wife. We won. Rule this household together. And if we are not on one accord to the point that I can't trust her or vice versa, she doesn't trust me. More than she trusts our seven-year-old child. Yeah. We have an issue that's deeper than something I can resolve. And if we find out in the middle of the divorce, well, if she finds out, because I already knew I wasn't lying, but if she finds out in the middle of the divorce proceedings, your child was lying because I put her on punishment, which I told you, 
and you never believed me to the point that you wanted a divorce. No, no, because you're too easily swayed. And if it ain't a seven-year-old, it's an Instagram what post. What if it was your best friend? Mm. Even if it was your best friend. No, I'm saying, what if your best friend told you that? If you, if the damn seven-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, are you smarter than the fifth grader? Yeah, not. man. And I, like, I have a friend, his wife. He was literally, he was about five houses down kicking it with his brother. His brother's girlfriend lived down the street from them. He was down there kicking it with his brother. His wife called me middle of the night one night. Well, she texted me first. Say, yo, are you out with your boy? I wasn't with him no more. I was with my girl, but I knew where he was. I'm never answering that question. And get, no, no, no. Guess what? 2, 3 a.m. I didn't say a fucking word. I literally looked at that text and said, nope, I hit her back in the morning. When shit happened like that, I screenshot that shit and send it right to him. But here's what I knew. I knew where he was. So I didn't hit I didn't hit her I, or hit him, and I didn't respond to her. What I did the next morning. You thought you knew where he was at. <laughs> no, no, no. I knew. In this situation, I knew. I knew, knew. He was with his, his brother girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it was down there having a threesome for OnlyFans. <laughs> but no, so the Not next morning. pregnant. The next morning, I called him first. I ain't even hit her back first. I called him to make sure, yo, shit straight. Y'all good? You went home? You seen your wife? Y'all straight? He was like, oh, nigga, I'm good as hell. Like, she called me right after she texted you because she had woke up. Like, she knew I was out. She woke up. I still wasn't home. So she was hitting you to see like, yo, y'all still out? Then she called me. Nigga called me first. What the fuck? But that's the thing. I don't know what she was trying to do. Was she trying to catch him up? Was she not? I have no idea. That's why I didn't say anything. And that's why I called my brother first. I'm, I'm uncomfortable now. And guess what, though? He was like, nigga, she called me right after she said. She literally called me and said, I text Wood. Woo, woo, woo. Now I'm hitting you like, you straight? He was like, yeah, I'm down here, blah, 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 with my bro. Life is good. Nigga was like, nigga, I was home probably 30 minutes after she called me. And I'm like, bet, life was good. And then I hit her back and said, oh, yeah, I wasn't even with bro no more. I was with my girl. I ain't even acknowledged, like, yo, where was he, nigga? Yo, that's a weird, strange event. But here's the thing, though. I'm going to go to my brother first, figure out what's going down, but I'm never, when I hit her, by the time I hit her, I knew what everybody was doing. He was doing what I thought he was doing. Because when I left him, he was with his brother. He never went nowhere. He was still doing that. His wife was still at the crib. But I'm going to make sure you were still doing what I thought you was doing before I go to your wife. Because when your wife tells me aunt told her X, Y, Z, it's going to be what I know to be the truth. Otherwise, I'm not getting in it. Yo, I'm out. That's it. I'm not taking her back. Um... I'm hurt that you didn't believe me. Yeah. Um, Because now I don't trust your opinion. I don't trust your judgment. And more importantly, I don't trust your daughter. I don't. Nigga. Or our daughter. Because what if that's his daughter, though? Oh, gosh. What if your daughter a snitch? What if your daughter's a liar? Your daughter a snitch and a liar. A a manipulative, life-destroying liar at a seven. Hey, it's a movie on Amazon Prime called The Lie. It's so fucking infuriating. When you get to the end, it's white people shit. It's not the culture. But when you get to the end of the lie, you will literally hate this girl more than you've ever hated anybody in your motherfucking life. I posted something the other day about how you make you make one lie and you end up having to make a lie and a lie. Mm-hmm. Nigga was got pulled out by the police. It's like, hey, um, speeding because I'm on the way to the hospital where my wife is. Giving birth to my son. <laughs> and then the next scene, he's at the counter like, hey, um, 
are there any women here giving birth to to be without without husbands? Yeah. And then he wouldn't find a girl. He 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 willing her like, hey, uh, I'm trying to get out of a ticket because the cop was watching the whole thing. Yeah. Right? Yep. So then, like, it flash forward to a year later, <laughs> at like, his first birthday party, the cop is watching him. While he's <laughs> fast forward to like graduation. He's still there. <laughs> the cop keep watching. Now this nigga old and shit. Like he like 80, 90 years old and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the cop was like, "All right, I guess I'll let you off right now." Like nigga, that one little lie. So you know what's what's funny about that? Um, a few years back, twenty sixteen, when I. One of my aunts passed, and this was this was an aunt. If if ever I had someone who I would say was close to me, like my mom, it was this aunt. And um, the day after she passed, I was driving to work to go get like some things. I wasn't working, but I needed to go pick some personal items up from my office. And on the way there, I was speeding, right? And the cop pulled me over, and I wasn't speeding crazy. I was going like five over. So normally they're not pulling you over for shit, right? But when he pulled me over, he goes, do you know why I stopped you? I was like, I know I was going a couple miles over, but I didn't think it was crazy. And he was like, well, it wasn't your speed. It was the fact that you're wearing sunglasses. And he was like, it's not sunny outside. So you having sunglasses on made me think you might be under the influence of something. So I pulled my sunglasses off and my eyes was bloodshot red, right? I've been crying for a day and a half since I found out that my aunt might not make it. And then when she died, so I put my sunglasses off and I'm like, yo, officer, like I'm not crying because I'm in here under the influence or I'm not wearing sunglasses because I'm in here under the influence of nothing. I just lost a family member who I'm really close to and I'm devastated by the shit. So he goes, oh, I hear that all the time when people are speeding. So I respond, well, you just told me you didn't pull me over for speeding. You pulled me over because you thought it was suspicious I had on sunglasses and it ain't sunny outside. I'm like, I'm wearing sunglasses because I was crying for the last 12 hours, nigga. And he's like, so you do admit you were speeding. And I was like, no, nigga, I admit. Nigga, I'm I'm like, what did you pull me over for? Was it speeding or was it because I have on sunglasses and you thought that was suspicious? And he's like, well, so you lost a family member. He's like, what hospital were they at? I was like, it was at Henry Ford. He's like, okay, so if I were to call up to Henry Ford right now, they would tell. And I was like, fam, you can literally call anybody on the planet, nigga. What, if, you was, if you were to call up to Henry Ford, they wouldn't tell you shit. Because you're not my family. Off not, top. You can't just call somewhere yeah. like, yo, uh, yo the aunt, somebody die. Somebody in B3, did they just die? No, you can't do that. You can go get a fucking warrant. But he's literally questioning me like I'm lying. So this is why I don't fucking talk to the police. Yeah. Do you know why I pulled you over? I don't answer questions. But here's the thing. This is why I argue with the police, and this is why I've been to jail a few times. Because, nigga, what? You're questioning me, calling me a liar. As I'm grieving, dog, and I'm, you know how niggas are. Like when we going through something emotionally, we're on the edge. And dog caught me on the fucking verge of like, like officer, could you ask me out the car? I'm really, please. I'm really with the smoke right now. Right now. I, I, I want to stand the fuck up. Can yeah, you, can you I, ask me to get out the car? I, please? I would love to face to face with you right now, but you in my window asking me these dumbass questions. So, long story short, he goes, "How do I know your aunt passed?" I don't give a fuck if you know my aunt passed or not, nigga. And I literally said, you don't. And then he goes, have a nice day. Slow down. That was that was right here on 696 at Evergreen. That was right there. Southfield Police. 
And that was that. But I'm like, the fact you thought I was lying in that situation. And it's like, so to the, to the, to the wife's point in that, I get that people lie, right? I get that people lie. And I get that to the, the point of the story you just laid out. Niggas will lie and then follow up a lie with a lie with a lie with a lie to keep the lie going. Nigga, nigga what's the phrase? Lie till you die. Niggas will lie till they die. But sometimes, sometimes, motherfuckers is telling the truth. Yeah. And that's just what it is. And when it's your spouse, you told God and your family and your pastor that you would believe them in scenarios like that. So don't leave me based on something that I'm telling you isn't true. That's it. That's it. But I'm getting divorced, so I don't got to stand next to my, my commitments. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, not dog in these streets. Like, dog in these streets. He at the Pantheon right now getting in. He like, nigga, divorce party. What's good? All right. So I seen this online real quick. Let me find this joint. Because I thought this was interesting. This was right in our alley. So it said... A man proposes to his woman with a receipt of her $70,000 student loan debt being paid in full in place of a ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she thanks him, but says she still needs a ring before getting married. Is she A, reasonable, B, ungrateful, C, smart, or D, dumb? Um, she's unreasonable and she's dumb. Nigga. If I pay off $70,000 of your debt and I say, let's get married and your response is, but I still need a ring. No, it means that you're not focused. It means that you're more like usually Mm -hmm. um, the ring. We're not even going to get what usually is Mm -mm. because Mm -mm. isn't (laughs) it like it kind of supposed to be showing your commitment, right? Yeah, showing yeah. you that I'm serious about this. You taking me off the market, so no other, one, no more, no one else can to, to claim me, whatever. Shout out to the beers for making us believe that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it's really the father should be giving me horses and cows and man, shit to take man, you off man. of your father's hand. Mm, but Johnny, know your dad. Yeah, but here's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, get the Patreon set up so I can Cam ahead. Newton voice. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your father, motherfucker? <laughs> Nigga, do you know your dad? Cam, <laughs> say, where's your dad? Where's your, no, but where's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna fuck what y'all say about Cam Newton, nigga. Where's your dad? Yo, nigga? yo, twofold. Cause where's your dad? Cause you're trying to clown and one's I can't put my hands on you, but I beat, but I'll this beat shit your dad again. ass. Yeah. I posted on Facebook earlier. I wonder if these kids in front of me at Target know I'll fight their dad if they don't get six feet away from me, yeah. dog. These little niggas was dirty looking as hell. They look like they ain't babe the whole quarantine, dog. They was sticky looking. I didn't like it, and they was about four feet tall. Uh, you too close. You too close, man. Um, if I pay off seventy thousand dollars of your student loan debt, I'm in it for the long haul. I really am committed to you. I am committed to you in the way that a person should be committed to you when they get married. Cause let y'all tell it. The only thing. <laughs> That's stopping you from having generational wealth <laughs> is your student loan debt. So much, in fact, that you voted for Biden because you thought that student loan debt. You would be 
Hove and B if it wasn't hey. for your student loan debt and, and all that generational wealth Andrew would Yang, be right in your pocket. Andrew Yang <laughs> and Bernie Sanders would be looking at these <laughs> niggas after the election like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> All um, that generational wealth. You know what would be funny about niggas' student loan debt? It's like half of y'all niggas' student loans is like $3,000. Like, please pay that shit off and quit playing. No, nigga, I could defer till I'm 29. Yeah, nigga, nigga, you 36. Why you still, that's why you still owe the same yeah, amount of money you, you did 36, when you was 19. Nigga, yeah, like, <laughs> pay that shit off and get the hell on. Um, I mean, you did borrow the money, didn't you? Oh, shit. Speaking of money, nigga, Stimmy's back. Hold up, bitch. It's time to fucking go in. Y'all niggas thought it was a game. Detroit is Stimmy's. Yo, that was 2008. That was 50 Yo, Cent last hit song. Literally, and also power. one of his top five songs ever. Um, Stimmy's is back, dog. They just approved it. How it's many Stimmy's get, we get? This would be the third. I forgot about the second one. That $600 one? Maybe I didn't get it. That $600 one. I feel like niggas forgot about it because they ain't want it. <laughs> like, I don't remember that nigga, shit. Nigga, I don't want $600. Like, give me money. Yo, we agree. greedy <laughs> We a hey, Yo, a nigga was on yo. Twitter said it's third. When I said, how this the third? Yo. I don't remember that shit. America's a wild place. When they said that second one was going to be 600 niggas was like, nigga, if you don't give me some more motherfucking money, dog. Um. Yeah, we got the the twelve, the six, and now the reason this is fourteen is because the argument when the six came out was it should have been two thousand. Oh, I do remember. So they making up the difference. I think I spent six hundred before it came, <laughs> which is a while, nigga. I spent six hundred at Seven Eleven earlier when we bumped into each other. I was in that bitch going crazy. Yeah. Man. She said, "Oh, I need to double bag your bitch. Put the snacks in the bag. Fucking round. Anyway, put the." Yeah. Put the drugs in the bag. <laughs> Put the weed in the bag. The weed in the bag first, nigga, and then get high. Nigga. Um, yeah, man. Stimmy's is back. Uh Joe Biden will be signing it in on Friday. Man, I was just about to go buy yeah. a new washing dryer. I'll wait. Yeah, no, pause. 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 <laughs> get your fourteen hundo. Get your fourteen hundo. Yo, I'll post it um, you know, if y'all niggas don't put I've your whole waiting, I've been waiting to do my taxes until the second one. I'm, yo, not gonna, I'm not gonna qualify for the next one, so I want my old one back. Man, yeah. No, I um damn. <laughs> they go off your We'll leg. see what come out. We'll see what come out. We'll see what come out. Because I know they was I didn't read all the details, but I know they were um having the discussion of you know, will it be tiered like the the other two were tiered? If you made up to seventy five, you got the full. If you made up to eighty, you got this. Up to and ninety, 80 you got they this. Ain't giving you shit. Um, but then so it was a hundred. I'm not getting into my finances on here, but it was up to a hundred. Up to a tier. You. Yeah, you was tiered up to a hundred, and then over a hundred, you got nothing. Now I think the cutoff is like ninety nine or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. But listen. Um, all I know is y'all niggas finna tear some crab bags to fuck up them nigga. Hey, listen, somebody save saucy crab, nigga. That shit look poor as hell. Y'all got a bunch of random ass food in a fucking uh, farmer jack bag and be stunting like y'all motherfucker the rich. That shit look, that look like some slop. Niggas out Yo. here eating slop and then wanna you know that little fat nigga who be on the uh, on the internet doing that little dunk. 
Where did the nigga come from? I, I, I fucking hate that shit. Why he way. the only one who do that that made it? Yeah, like everybody else that do that don't yeah. make it. I fucking hate that shit. Go away, <laughs> go away. Like if you don't like seafood, just say you poor nigga. That slop ass, poor ass. Like nigga, you got a bunch of random items in a plastic fucking bag in a fucked up ass pot, nigga. That shit look poor as fuck. I love a good crab boil. Eating uh, some goddamn roaches of the sea. That's that's one. I'm from the Gulf, so I'm. I'm, when I say uh, a crab boil or a, a crawfish boil, I'm thinking more of the spread out a bunch of newspaper on a big ass table, cook the shit, and then it's all spread across the table, nigga. That shit sound poor too. I ain't in the fucking. Uh, <laughs> it ain't. It may, may not. Nec- it may yeah. not monetarily but that's, be poor. That's what the the whole shit was. Yo, it's a big ass family feast. You spread the paper out over a long ass dining room table. You put your all your ingredients go on the table after it's cooked, and niggas could come and make their plate like that taco shit. Yeah. <laughs> you see that taco <laughs> <table>? <laughs> 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 Oh shit! A lot of y'all might not know what yeah, we talking about, but <laughs> that's niggas, funny. Niggas tag me that shit because they know I am. Tell me if y'all don't get this shit the fuck out my face. Speaking of niggas tagging you in shit, the niggas tag you in that little, uh, that little uh, West Side. Got to take this L. That video that was on uh, Dexter, that yeah. little shit. Like, leave me alone. And they crack is everywhere. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, though. Like, that one video don't, like, remove the east side from Detroit, nigga. Y'all still the east. Hush. Anyway, um, yeah, Stimmy's is back. Uh, don't let the internet make you feel like you got to put your whole 1400 into the stocks. You don't. You literally don't. I promise you, you don't. You don't, but, um, yo, this one stock I bought for, like, Nineteen dollars and nineteen yeah. cents. Motherfucker, about eighty five dollars a pop now, mm. um, and it's uh, it's doing well. I only got yeah, yeah. two hundred dollars worth, but that two hundred yeah. flipped turned into eight. Yeah. I'm fucking the Wolf of Wall Street here. Hey. I'm about to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about yo, to quit my job. Yo, this week in culture episode one fifty two is the last episode. Um, hey, listen, yo, yo, let's have this conversation. <laughs> let's have this conversation. <laughs> let's bro. get into it. Hey, listen, man. Um, how come? Let me ask you. Do you like you like your job? Yeah, it has its days. Yeah, I mean, it it pays you a a decent. I I make a good amount of money. Um, I make more than the thirty three k of most Detroiters, (laughs) and uh, I have a lot of freedom that I wouldn't. I've never had in any other job. you, You like your profession? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know necessarily that I like. I could do what I do without the backing of a yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, or a uh, company. I mean, why don't you think anybody in your profession? Mm-hmm. Let's put out a YouTube tutorial um, about how niggas should start your profession. <laughs> what exactly is it about four X that make a nigga get on the internet and tell you every <laughs> single day that you should join four X? I've never seen. Uh, <laughs> this is the part of the pod where most of y'all might hate us. Uh, I've never seen the mortgage bankers down at Quicken Loans put nope. out video. They make a lot of fucking money. I was one of them. Like I was one of them. High six figures. I was one of them. Like I've never seen them. I got paid. Like yo, come here and yeah. do this because you'll get generational wealth. Like what yeah. exactly 
Fam, I am um, about being a forex trader that makes you want every single body to do it. Shout out to uh my one of my mentors from down at Quicken when I was there, my man Ali. Um, that's his middle name. This guy I knew growing up. I'm not gonna say his first name on the pod, but um, shout out to him. He worked at he's a couple years younger than me. He worked at Quicken four years. Was one of the top mortgage makers at that bitch. Made a lot of money in four years, and then that nigga retired. He was 26 when he retired, and he said, I'll start working again when I'm 30. Right now, me and my mom, he grew up single mom, just him, his mom, and his sister. His sister was in college at the time. He said, me and my mom about to just travel the world. He had a condo downtown, and he was like, me and mom, just his mom lived with him. He's an Arab dude. They they stick a little closer to the vest when they get older. He was like, nigga, me and my mom just about to enjoy the amount of money that I've made over the last four years, nigga. I'm frugal. I don't buy shit. I don't care about clothes. I don't have nothing. My condo is the nicest shit I've ever owned. Almost did it, man. They 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 used to call me yeah. uh once every three months and mm-hmm. ask me. After I went to the interviews, they sent yeah. me seven different gifts to my house. Yep. Um, I almost said yes. A whole yes. box full of shit. I almost said yes. Um, but ultimately I didn't. But what is what do you think it is about Forex that makes everyone to say, I want everybody to quit their job well, and I want you to do what I do for a living? Here's the thing. Here's why they're doing it that way. Funny you should ask. (laughs) The reason they need to convince you that this is such a great opportunity is because they need you to join their team. Because most of the money they're going to make won't be from the $29 little sales that they make on their lunch breaks that they post about on the gram with them little charts and graphs that we don't really understand. Because, nigga, I'm a layman. I don't know what that means, nigga. But all I know is you posted, made a quick 30 in the last hour. (laughs) Nigga, what? (laughs) Yo, if generational wealth is a quick 30 in an hour, (laughs) pardon me, fam. I make more than my job in an hour. Pardon me, fam. (laughs) Nigga, I make more than that pissing dog. Like, calm down. And it's not to shit on anybody's hustle. It's not that. But it's a hustle. But it's a hustle. And y'all are trying to mask it as a legitimate Thing. It's a hustle, dog. So, so let me let me let me let me get this. Clear. And shout out to all our forex listeners. Um, you can hit us up and let us know why forex is great. We'll not play it on that on the pod. <laughs> no, you can actually because I want to send us a voice note in real life. I want I yeah. want a forex trader on on the come on shop talk because I got some questions. Oh, what's the name? Don't live here. Our fave. Who? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Our fave forex trader don't live here. Um, so <laughs> I don't think forex itself is bad. Or a scam or whatever. I mean, you buy some shit at a smaller price and you sell it at a higher price. What's the scam is, I want you to come in and learn from me. Mm -hmm. So buy from my 4X University and learn Mm -hmm. what these team of people that I got. I think that's the scam part. Because... I know how to buy low and sell high. I've been selling crack for years. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> this Hold is up, joke. This is performance art. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the ten crack commandments. Man, can't tell me nothing about this coke. Uh-huh. Can't tell me nothing about this crack, this weed. For my hustling niggas. Ah, for my forex niggas. Yo, it be like, yo, listen, we gonna, uh, we gonna put you on, put you on a strip with Jamal. All you gotta do is pay this nigga seventy five dollars a day, and he'll show you who to sell crack to. So then you can follow all my crack deals, uh, and if you then go behind me and sell to everybody I sell crack to, you man. too can write the ten crack commandments. Hey. Like, look, you sell the crack, 
bring me your profits. I give you a bit of my profits, but I if, will tell you how to cook the crack. And if you bring in more crack sellers, I will give you more of the profits that you bring in me. Yeah. Nigga, how does that ever make sense, dog? And the reason that the Forex niggas is getting off, it's not because of the money they're making trading these fucking foreign exchange stocks or whatever the fuck they trade. It's because they're getting you niggas to come in. They're telling y'all generational wealth. They're telling you could quit your job and you could really make a living off this shit. And maybe you can. But here's the thing. So could all the other niggas. Nutriblast. And the little orange drink y'all was drinking. All the fat niggas trying to Noni sell me the Nutra Blast. Noni juice. Pom 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 pom. Whatever that shit Man. was. Man. Huh. Uh, what was the what was the shit back in the day? Um Primerica. Who Primerica? You remember the uh Filter Queens. The Well, side note, Filter Queens. Um the Filter Queen that we had in our house when we when <laughs> I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. Which makes that shit thirty two years old. Oh, that shit's still running, my nigga. Hey. <laughs> nigga. I went on eBay. And looked at the cost of filter queens, the old ones. Yeah, them bitches is still going for three grand. Who made uh, who made uh, skin so soft? The Avon lady. Yeah, Avon lady. But those were products, and I made money off selling you the product. Mary Kay. I still see pink Cadillacs running around this motherfucker. One of my homegirls, I actually didn't know she was a Mary Kay dealer till um, Mary Kay office in this building. I saw her post one day, like, "Yo, I did it." She, we did it, Joe. She got her fucking pink Cadillac. And I said, holy shit, y'all still selling? She been apparently out here killing in the motherfucking Mary Kay game. Got her a pink Cadillac. So certain shit, when it's a product involved, and I can see the money and the exchange of a fucking product or service, it makes sense. When you telling me, yo, come join my team, I'll mentor you, I'll train you, I'll teach you, da-da-da, and you can make all the money in the world, but then I see niggas continuing that thread. Y'all ain't showed me how to trade yet. Y'all just telling me join your team. Have you heard about this NFT shit? No. Eh. Yes. Yo. Yeah. You, you yeah. motherfuckers are crazy. Okay. Insane. Like you niggas are trading digital trading cards. Look, I'm. I'm gonna just say it. Digital sports highlights. Jay, can we tell them? Can we tell them? You motherfuckers. Oh. Y'all going to fucking jail. <laughs> At a certain point, dog. Sam, so I seen a nigga uh, on the JBP talking about all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about how artists are selling this mm-hmm. shit digitally. Last week episode, yeah, and Saturday. We're going to find out a way so you can hang this up in your home. Nope. Nigga, it, ex- <laughs> it nope. exists. It's called the yeah. painting, nigga. Yep. Yep. <laughs> or it's called like a digital photo. For- Fam, how do you tell me that your your digital song, mm-hmm. because it's the first digital is work nigga can i play that shit on my ipod and my whip nope who cares nope you mean to tell me that picture that i got yeah that everybody from has the internet that everybody can access but you quote unquote own it digitally you mm-hmm. pay the nigga to own it on it it's man. not real hey man it's not real <laughs> niggas just <laughs> this nigga uh. said like yo we're gonna have we're gonna find a way to make it like a physical thing like no. a painting? Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> nigga, what? Oh, shit. That like, sounded like me when I was talking to Shorty. Like, look, I just, you know. I just niggas are reinventing the way. see how we can find a way to make this a physical thing. <laughs> Shorty's looking at me like, nigga, get your drunk ass out. <laughs> like, niggas are reinventing bullshit, bro. We gonna call it, fuck the wheel, we gonna call it 
the circle. <laughs> you know who the Forex niggas is? You remember in, uh, in Wolf of Wall Street, Matthew McConaughey was sitting there, and that nigga was just beating on his chest, making a fucking beat, and Leo was sitting there looking like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> That's the Forex niggas. Y'all aren't telling me shit. Y'all just saying fuck with me. Because guess what? If insert random company, random country, random oh yeah, that country mm-hmm. currency mm-hmm. is worth three cents American dollars Yeah, at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And by 2 p.m. it's worth seven cents. Mm. Um, sell it. Yeah. You've made four cents. Yeah. That's a pretty easy concept to grasp. Yeah. Fuck, I need you to I don't need a me. mentor for that. <laughs> like, All I need to do is stay focused on the fucking movement of this number. And when it goes up and I feel like that's the peak, hit sell. Because, I mean, if it's anything like the stock market, I can actually buy it at this rate, yep. set my system and says once it reached this, yep. automatically sell. sell. Boom. And then I can. This not Boom. rocket scientists. No. It, it's not rocket science at all. What it is is y'all niggas trying to jug me, jug me, jug me, jug me out. To, y'all trying to get y'all motherfucking shit off. Now that's what y'all trying to do. If you a forex trader, and we are one hundred percent incorrect. Shoot an email to shoptalkpodcast at gmail dot com or this week in culture pod yeah. at gmail dot com. Um, or hit jump in the DM, whatever. I would love yep. to have a conversation about it on um on the pod. Because here's the thing: I want to talk to y'all, but I also want y'all to lie to me real good so we can expose the lies. Because you know I'm tired I, of people getting caught up. You know, I know it's a scam. Mm. Because it's too many fucking fake Instagram pages. <laughs> that says Forex Trader 444444. Fam. Fam, this is not real. I've or, never seen Morgan Banker 22, 22, When 22. your real page is and would Forex 84. Nigga, what? Wait, who made you do this? What? <laughs> <laughs> Blink twice, nigga, if, if you trying to get, get free. Who made you do this, dog? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, niggas looking at it like, yo, dog, you all right? You all right? Are you straight over there? They treating you good? It look like them niggas got you down bad, bro. Y'all niggas in there with Willie Chalmers and shit. You locked up. Oh, man. All right, man. Hey, real quick. We got a a, a voice note from the homie Rob Silver that I want to play. I just downloaded. I just seen it in the email. We'll play this. Uh, kick with my man Rob, and then we're going to go and get the fuck up out of here, man. What's up, fellas? Want to know your reaction to last week's NBA All-Star Weekend in Atlanta and the U-Haul trucks where all the strippers were sleeping inside of, having sex inside of, stripping inside of. And one last thing, your thoughts on um, Megan and Harry and why so many of us are concerned about this couple. I don't give a fuck about these two, but can't wait to hear your guys discussion on both these topics and um looking forward to the snowfall podcast as well later fellas yo rob i literally never want you to ever stop hitting us up like when when this podcast turns into whatever it's going to turn into and we have like a show and like rob is on there like i'm already letting him know he hired bro (laughs) like yo and it's not even like uh 
this not even like a disrespect or no shit like that. No. Don't you know on Jimmy Kimmel show, mm-hmm. his uncle, which was um, yeah. the the security dude, yeah. who was he always was on the yeah. show and ends up at the red carpet yep. interviewing yep. him. Like uh, we need Rob. No, Silver. no, we're t- I, Rob. I promise you, tell your wife we taking you to the top, bro. <laughs> we taking you to the top. Like between your boxing expertise and the fucking voice notes you send up here, you are coming to the top with us, nigga. Promise you, it's coming, bro. World championship um, boxing. Facts. Follow on um. On, on Twitter, uh, no, I'm talking about oh. his podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow podcast. on all your your uh, podcast streaming platforms, um, and follow Rob Silva on Twitter. Um, also, also uh, if. Anybody besides Rob and Monch want to send a voice note, y'all, you know. The- yeah, you know what? I had a couple people hit me and say, like, why them be the only two that send? Nigga, send something. I don't know. Send it. They the only ones who want to talk to us, apparently. I don't fucking know. Like, yo, here's what I don't need y'all to do. Don't DM me and be like, I was going to write a Blackberry letter. Or I was going to send y'all a voice. Fam, send the shit. Thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com is there for you to send. I promise, if you send it anonymously, Anonymously or not, we're not going to say your name if you don't want us to. Never. We're not going to blast you. We're not going to clown you. Like, we want to kick it with everybody, not just Robin Mach. Robin Mach is our mans in them. Because if you send a note and then we clown you, you're probably not going to listen no more. And yeah. then that, that doesn't yeah, help. Yeah, that doesn't help our <laughs> cause, nigga. So. Send us your Blackberry letters. You don't need to give me the disclaimer that you gon' send it. I'll see it when you send it. I checked the email. I don't know if you heard how emails work, but you send it. I see it. That's the exchange right there, nigga. Foreign exchange, nigga. Forex, <laughs> forex. Send the forex. Um, Rob Silva to uh to Harry and and Megan. We kind of discussed earlier in the pod, so I won't spend too much time on that. But I agree with you. I don't give a damn about them. I've been mad at Meghan Markle since she left Suits because that was my favorite fucking show. And then they did one more season after she, she left. TV? She was on Suits. That's where I knew her from. She's an actor? Yes. Who and knew? a pretty damn good one. Who knew? She was on Suits on USA. She was the love interest of the main character on there. Oh, so now I don't believe none of this shit. Look, this is what blew my fucking high. Where my tinfoil hat? Look, this was this what blew my high, bro. Scam. She fucking left the season and they, or the show... After season three, and then they had one more season after, and then it was over. Because, yo, guess what? My love interest is no longer here, who has been a large part of this show. Now we got to cancel the shit, because what the fuck is my character going to do? So they made it like him and her was fucking going off to live a better life. And nigga, now Suits ain't on TV no more. So, no, I'm mad at Meghan Markle. I've been mad at her since before fucking uh, the Oprah interview. But to her and Harry, I don't care. They moving to Canada. They fucking... Harry is in the 1% if ever there were a 1%er, dog. Hey, my nigga, uh, the queen uh, runs. She's a part of the people who run the entire world. Um, Whether you believe it or not... um, America is subservient under the the crown, the throne. Yep. It's the only reason how George Bush, the president of the United States, and and George George Bush, both of them, uh-huh. uh, Barack. It's the only way that you can go over there, bend down on your fucking knee, and they knight you. So Buckingham Palace actually put out a statement after the interview, very brief, which let me know somebody about to die. They finna be on a killing spree. They said. The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly those of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and we will address them by the family privately. 
Harry, Megan, and Archie will always be much loved by family members. I like the statement, to be perfectly honest. I didn't mind the statement, but the the curtness of it let me know somebody about to get shot in their motherfucking back. Well, like, Baker, AKA, they say, nigga, Cabal. half that shit you saying ain't true. Or is it different? Like, the recollection may be different. Yeah. Oh, I don't see that shit like they that. Say recollections how old, is, how old is Harry? Uh, shit, Harry probably me and your age, man. Uh, Prince Harry. Let's see. Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex. He is 36. Yeah, my nigga. Oh, he, that nigga's a Virgo. He was born right after me in 84. Yo, my nigga, you know what time your family been on. You, it he ain't just, 100% knows. So fuck all this shit that you crying and I, I, I assume he's crying that, yo, the family's mean. Motherfucker, you been on this shit. You have know you, what time um, it is. Have you ever watched any like documentary on Princess Diana's death? Yeah. When I was a child. <laughs> Watch some of the more recent ones. They have a lot of them. I know it's a couple on Netflix. Netflix, Um, It's some YouTube shit as well. Um, Princess Diana knew what the fuck was up. And she knew that that nigga Charles' family was on some bullshit. They didn't accept her. And she white. Listen. Tinfoil hat. Mm -hmm. Whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. That family takes their bloodline very serious. 100%. And the reason that that particular family takes their bloodline very serious mm-hmm. is because the same people who have been in control since the biblical times, mm-hmm. it's that same bloodline. Yep. And they don't like when people come into it and fucking with it. Yeah. Now, do Especially the blacks. Especially the black. They didn't like when white princess die came in fucking with it. She, what? She getting more fucking uh, fame and popularity and notoriety than fucking Queen Elizabeth? Nigga, what? Nigga, she ain't even bloodline. Okay, we'll fix that. I don't know, but I don't know what happened with all that shit. Um, the, the the thing is, like, over here, uh-huh. our celebrities are movie stars. Yeah. Over there, it's the royal family. Facts. So it's like, it's a circus. And, like, yeah. I don't, there's just some shit that I don't And so, but to that point, though, right, over here, the people that we hold high, uh, you know, celebrities, entertainers, musicians, actors, whatever the fuck they do, um, we talk about in the majority of the instances that we're talking about, we're talking about some millionaires, right? Over there, royal family shit, we're talking about people who literally make money. Like world like they control world banks. I don't think like, y'all I don't think y'all understand how much wealth the Queen has. No. It's not countable. I don't think you understand. Well fuck it. If whenever you got some time, go on the internet and, and look for Ring of Power on YouTube and have fun for about four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rob, that's how we feel. We also don't give a fuck like you. Um, but I do think it's uh it's very interesting how folks kind of just jumped on this like, yo, like we ride for Megan, we support Ignorance Megan. Ignorance and it's like fan, I really feel like y'all was not fucking with Megan Markle ten minutes ago, but whatever. I mean, she light skinned. Y'all hate light skinned we most of the time. No, not I mean when they marry a prince though, nigga, what up? Now she a Sada. Cause last time it was, you know, Megan Marco was the <laughs> Princess <laughs> Zamunda and shit. Y'all didn't huh. like her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and what was um what was the other part of Rob letter? He said that Meghan Markle and Harry. Oh, the strippers and shit. Oh, and the Atlanta. strippers down in Atlanta. Oh, just All Star Weekend in general, dog. And the broke motherfuckers down there. I just I followed ATL school. <laughs> he said they down <laughs> in the U-Hauls. They fucking stripping and fucking having sex. Listen, I followed uh, ATL Scoop um, and watched their stories. Hey, my nigga, did you see the drama that was going on around ATL Scoop? 
Uh-uh. About a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Uh-uh. So it came out that the people behind the page, or the person behind the page, rather, uh, was a white woman. Came out a couple weeks ago. What that mean? Well, so the the drama was, yo, there's she a white woman nigga? running this page. No, she, not that uh-huh. she was saying nigga, but the page is focused primarily on black shit. And it was like, yo, a white woman runs this page. Did the page right? say they only do black shit? I have no idea. <laughs> on some Tommy Walker, on some shit. Tommy Walker shit though. Yeah. But then um apparently after like it got so hot, she put out a statement that, yo, I sold ATL scoop to some black people, so they gonna run it and I'ma just be an advisor type shit. Cause I got the when I was watching the page, I got the 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 appearance or the, the impression it was a black man. Yeah, who, yeah. Who ran that page. Yeah. No. I don't know how we know this, so but I got the impression. How it came out that it was run by a white woman was uh, Isaac Hayes' son. Isaac Hayes the third. Yeah. He put it out on his page that the shit was being run by a white woman. And he basically was put he so wasn't even putting it out to shut her page down. He was saying, I need to know why you're representing yourself via this page. ATL like this is some school. black shit. Who you think run crime in a D? We oh, all, we know them white people. So what do it matter though? We I know guess. them white people. So I can't I <laughs> can't give you the scoop of ATL unless I'm black? Why they be on crime in the D? Like cussing them out about articles like crime in the D, not just copy pasting like the newspaper article. Like, they be like, "Yo, y'all niggas need to do a spell check." And it, no, we don't, nigga. I just hit copy, copy paste, paste, bro. I'm, I literally haven't read this shit. But what I'm saying, so yeah. I can't give the scoop of ATL unless I'm black. No, <laughs> that's a weird ass shit for black people to do no. some shit like that. Ain't you want to give me the ATL scoop? You got to be killing Mike. That's just weird. <laughs> it's counterproductive um, for what we what we claim we want. Here's the thing, man. Do we want to do we want to sell shit or do we want to sell out? Do we want to make money or sell out? I don't know. Buy yeah. black. We get a bus to the governor and shit. Facts. I'm in all uh, black owned shit right now. I got my man Joe Fresh Goods shirt on. I got my Midwest Kids hat on. I got some fucking uh, my little uh, I don't even know the name Everything of the dog. I got little sweatpants from the white man. Well, I got some Jordans on. So <laughs> <laughs> Jordan don't even own that shit. No more. Jordan is. <laughs> You know oh yeah, I got force. on. I got on some Nikes too, man. My Air Force Ones is white on, but these anything some, from the ankle up, these black. Some, these some teal fours that I forgot even existed. No, I peeped when we got off the elevator. I almost robbed yeah, you, nigga. You ain't even peep. I was like, yeah, let me let this nigga walk first. I forgot these bitches existed. Let me let this nigga walk first. All right, um, to the ATL strippers in the U-Hauls, man. Look, when I say this, I'm I'm speaking <laughs> gender neutral when I say my next statement, dog. It's bum bitches everywhere. You see, old girl that went down there and got stranded and had to do a gun for me because mm-hmm. she went down. But then, there did you see it was like twelve additional people who was doing that to the point where I was like, Yo, "Them niggas is they probably live in Atlanta." <laughs> like now they just hitting you off for bread. Hey, uh-huh. what's so funny is that uh, we about to wrap up. We got ten minutes, but uh, she started a gun for me, and then mm-hmm. people sent some money, and it was but one, they was hoeing her when they sent it. It was one name gave her a hundred dollars, like broke bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was from James Anderson and shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to tag I had to tag my nigga James because his name is actually James Anderson. I'm What's like, so funny is James is the last nigga that would say some shit like that. James wouldn't disrespect it. Hey, I retweeted that shit on Twitter and, and, and tagged him because his name on Twitter is I am James. James Anderson. <laughs> Yo, James, we love you, bro. Oh shit! But like, why you talk to that lady like that, James? Hard on him, my nigga. James went so hard. hard. My nigga James went hard, and Oh my god, yo! You ever gave a motherfucker some money and no, they called him a never, broke bitch? Never, <laughs> never gave nobody shit. So I know. Next time I go to the strip club, I'm gonna do that shit. Broke bitch, take this two hundo in singles that look like three thousand. I hate. Oh, Ooh. Don't give him my sporty Ooh. bag. Give him the fourteen hundo when the stimmy drop. 
Broke bitch, take that. Deliver. That's how I'm going to Saucy Crab. You better deliver my fourteen hundred in all singles in a small briefcase. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah. look, put that bitch on the table, like, tiny ass yeah. briefcase. My favorite shit. You ever seen Horrible Bosses? Yes. And that's when in I started. That's when I started liking Jennifer Aniston. I was like, oh no, she was crazy in Horrible Bosses. I was like, like she was. She looked crazy in Horrible Bosses. Like you get what I mean. Yeah. But in in part one. Part two was cold too, but in part one, when Jamie Foxx told them niggas he needed five bands in a briefcase, and they brought that shit, and it was like, nigga, you ain't need no briefcase for this fucking money, dog. That shit in the corner of the damn briefcase is sliding. Tell you what, man, uh, we went buy something from a nigga. Uh, yeah. Low the low ball the price, but bring all the cash and put that shit on the table. They always take woo the woo. That's a bar, man. And on that note, bro, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. We have given you all. About two hours of complete hour bullshit. Yeah, hour 45 of work. We coming right back with the Snowfall pod, so y'all already know what the fuck is going on. Until then, I am your host, Ant Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. That's a bottle of Henny. That's a half a <laughs> bottle of Henny that we didn't bust down, and it's finna go down even more when this episode of Snowfall come on. And by the time we come back, I'ma just say it in advance. Franklin, we sorry for whatever happens an hour from now. Um, till then, follow us at This Week in Culture on all the socials. Hit us up at This Week in Culture Pod at gmail.com. Forex people hit us on whatever you can hit us on to let us know why you doing what you doing ain't a scam till next episode i'm your host Ant wood this week in culture episode 151 we out